So you've thought about starting your own property management business, but then the fear has crippled you. That voice in your head that has whispered, who are you to do this? Or worse, you can't do this or you'll never make this work. Now I'll let you in on a little secret. We all have that inner mean voice and it's designed to protect us from feeling any form of discomfort. But if you are brave enough to stand up to that little voice and build the business you've been dreaming of, I promise you, you won't regret it. Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Property Management Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Walker, aka That Property Mum. Now, for anyone new to this podcast, I want to dive into my backstory for just a minute. Now, I started my property management business over 13 years ago after leaving my job as a TV sports journalist. I was tired of working weekends and late nights, and I was missing out on way too much. And it really wasn't fitting in or allowing me to be the kind of mum that I really wanted to be. So off the back of the 2011 floods here in Australia, which was the worst possible real estate market in my area ever, we were decimated by the floods. We started a real estate business from scratch with zero experience. Now, was I fearful? Absolutely. Did we struggle financially? Hell yes. We lived on pasta bake three nights a week because it was the cheapest thing to feed a family of six at the time. We struggled personally and physically as well, sitting up all hours of the day and night, sending out prospecting letters. My hand was cramping from writing on so many envelopes. My tongue sore from licking stamps and envelopes when that was still a thing. And my liver was screaming at me from the copious amounts of red wine that we had consumed. Now, do I regret it for one minute? Absolutely not. You see, we have built a thriving business across multiple office locations. We have a base of long-term loyal clients and a team of dedicated property managers who I'm fairly confident would tell you that they love their jobs. Now, I hit rock bottom a few times along the way. I'm going to be completely transparent, suffering burnout, adrenal fatigue, and a heart condition. But at the end of the day, there's been some amazing life and business achievements, growth and lessons I've learned. The biggest lesson that I have learned is that you will always fear anything new. It's just the way we are intrinsically wired as humans but you have to go ahead and do it anyway. And my guest today, Vili Tossi, has done exactly that too. Now, after a career as a rugby union player in New Zealand and overseas, Vili landed in a property management job. But after years of working for someone else, he felt the calling, like so many of us, to go into business for himself. Now, with a young family to feed, 
and starting a new business in an already saturated property market, Vili was full of self-doubt and fear. But he overcame his fears, and today he has one of the fastest-growing property management businesses in his region, and is passionate about helping other property managers to take the plunge and start their own businesses. So let's dive in to my chat with Vili. Well, hi, Vili. Thank you so much for joining me on the Property Management Podcast. Now, before we dive in, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the property management industry? Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Kylie, and I'm really excited about this uh, catch-up that we're going to have today. Uh, Property management for me, um, probably like most people, sort of I fell into. Um, My passion was was sports, and I know you come from a pretty passionate sporting family as well, but for me, I wanted to pursue that um, and and I guess, um, you know, I sort of fell into it after many injuries uh, playing, playing rugby. And when we, when me and my wife returned back from the UK, um, I saw an ad for a property manager assistant role. And I'd already, you know, always had a bit of an interest in property, but I thought, you know, let's give it a go. And I was pretty lucky enough to get the role. And uh, so that's sort of where property management really kickstarted for me. And I sort of was thrown in the deep end a little bit um, because after three months of being an assistant, uh, my senior property manager left. And so I was given 130 properties to manage on my own with no support um, and uh, had no experience. And so it was sort of sink or swim for me. And looking back and reflecting, you know, um, when, when we're talking about this today is, I guess if I wasn't thrown into that deep end all those years ago, I don't think I'd be where I am today. So I'm really thankful and lucky that, you know, I was able to, I guess, use my personal experience with dealing with people, with helping with people, uh, and then also put that into practice with with being able to manage 130 properties. So for me, um, getting started into property management, um, you know, it wasn't a career that I sort of set out to to look into or, or to become, but, you know, certainly thankful that I was given that opportunity Um, and, you know, I guess look where it's got me today. Brilliant. That is such a typical property management story. You've told the story of so many property managers and obviously you're in in New Zealand. So it's great to hear property management happens exactly the same over there as it does over here. Um, so, so you've had a long career as a property manager. Now you've, recently launched your own property management business. So let's start at the beginning and talk us through um, why you decided to start your own business and go out on your own. Yeah, I guess for me, it was more um, where I was, um, you know, in in my sort of time of life. Um, I'd been, I'd I'd had the opportunity with with the current real estate company that I worked for, um, you know, being in sort of senior management and leadership roles. And I really wanted to change uh, a new challenge. And I, and I felt um, there was an opportunity to be able to do um, property management differently. Uh, and I'm always one to innovate and, and sort of think outside the, the box when it comes to new ideas. Um, and so for me, it was uh, not only the new challenge, but also the flexibility. I have a young family. 
Um, and so I wanted to ensure that I was there for, for my children and, and, you know, help support my wife as well. Um, but the challenge of, um, you know, starting up a, a property management business, I don't think there's, you know, a big enough challenge than, than going out and doing it on your own. Um, and uh, I guess there was, um, you know, a bit of anxiousness around it, um, starting up a property management business uh, in the middle of a pandemic, not knowing how it was going to go, potentially moving away from structure, you know, a, a, a really good, you know, salary um, and walking away from, you know, a successful company was, was massive and it was a huge risk. Uh, but something that I believed in myself and I guess through support of, of my close inner circle, um, you know, I really took that leap of faith and, and decided to really pursue it. And I think I'm, you know, thankful for that inner circle and the close networks that I have uh, because that that is what has got me through that first initial stages of of setting up Homely, and and I guess where it's going to sort of progress into the future as well. So it was a little bit tough to start with, um, as as you could imagine, but um, but certainly I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, and you know I love doing what I'm doing. Uh, I love being able to, I guess, break that glass ceiling around property management. And look at ways that you know I I believe things need to change, um, and certainly here in New Zealand, um, you know when we sort of talk about Australia and New Zealand and property management, I, I certainly feel like New Zealand's you know behind the eight ball quite a bit, um, and and so for me it's really pushing that boundary around well you know we need to be getting to this level um, certainly to you know some property management agencies like in in Australia and you know i really want to push those boundaries and i really want to be able to provide something unique to to clients as well uh, so that's kind of why i, I wanted to get out and, and start homely um, and certainly with the clients that um, you know i have at the moment and the people that i'm helping and talking to uh, that unique experience you know they're really really enjoying so let's break that down a little bit more then. I think that's fantastic that you uh, have seen some gaps in the market. You want to provide a different experience to what uh, your existing landlords are getting. Um, so what are some of the the unique or the differences um, that you are offering your clients um, at the moment over there um, that is perhaps a lot of your competitors aren't, aren't really doing? Yeah, I think a more personable approach. Um, I think sometimes some um, agencies or some property managers can get too transactional. And what I mean by that, it's um, it's doing the day-to-day tasks uh, and that's it. Uh, for me, I feel like people, uh, they want an experience now. I think owners and tenants more so, you know, gone are the days where you pay for a service, you get what you get on a, on a piece of paper that you've outlined. These are the things I'm going to do and this is what you're going to pay for. I think owners and tenants uh, and and other suppliers that you interact with, they want more of an experience and people are willing to pay for that. Certainly, you know, when you go out or I go out to a restaurant, you know, you're willing to pay more for the experience that you have within that restaurant. Um, and, and so I wanted to be more personable. Um, I don't have an office. I'm mobile and remote, which forces me to get out and meet people and sit and be interactive. Um, and so that face-to-face interaction and that personal approach um, is what people are really, really enjoying. Um, and and it's a case of a little bit more than just your normal day-to-day tasks. Like I see myself as a property manager, a business owner, but also 
uh, someone who is really invested in making sure that their asset is actually performing to its maximum. So I, I offer, um, you know, uh, I guess a property performance review for every single owner in their property, um, them understanding how their property is performing, what expenses they've incurred, uh, and what effectively they're, they're yielding, um, you know, either gross or net yield on their property. Um, and, and working out trends around, well, actually, you know, this is costing you way too much money and your yield is way below where it should be. Maybe it might be time to think about selling it, using that to buy something else that's actually going to be more uh, sustainable for you long term. So it's becoming more um, pro, you know, proactive around giving the right advice to, to clients, in particular owners, when it comes to their property and how it's really performing. Brilliant. I totally agree with that. Uh, it is all about the experience these days. Anyone can manage a property um, and people, I think, what's that analogy? People um, don't always remember what you say to them, but they always remember how you make them feel. So um, I think that's... Yeah, yep. I think that's, that's a great philosophy that you are operating under at the moment. Um, we kind of take you back to the previous question um, and when I asked you about why you started the property management business uh, and you mentioned, you know, some of the fears that you had around that. Um, can you maybe just break down some of the fears that you did have? Like, you know, obviously you, you had a family to still to feed. Mm. Um, there would have been, I guess, imagine financial fears. Um, yep. What were some of the fears that you experienced? And then obviously then how you overcame them to just go out and do it regardless of what, what fear you were facing? Um, having a very supportive wife <laughs> to start with was was a good tick in the box. Um, but yeah, certainly, you know, there was a lot of fears to start with. Um, you know, financial, definitely. You're moving away from something that is, um, you know, fairly certain to something that is very uncertain. Um, and, you know, whether or not people are actually going to buy into what your, what your passion and what your points of difference are in Palmerston North. So in my home city, you know, there's a lot of property management agencies. It's actually set quite quite saturated the market, um, and everyone does everything differently. Everyone charges differently. Um, it's an unregulated industry, and and so therefore my fear was, you know, me being a new person in town, uh, effectively uh, a new business. Um, how are property investors? How are you know, networks and businesses, how are they going to perceive me uh, in terms of being a new startup uh, company? So that was pretty fearful. Um, but I guess I revert back to uh, having the confidence um, and believing in myself to be able to do what I know is not only right, but um, what I can provide uh, and certainly let other people speak um, you know, or give their feedback on, on their experiences that they've had with me. Um, and very quickly, you know, you know, one one management turns into two, and 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 once you start getting that momentum, things just start to start to take effect. Um, and so I was pretty lucky that you know, with the business networks that I'd formed, uh, that I had, um, you know, I was able to rekindle and ignite those networks again. Um, and and soon enough, you know, I was getting referrals from all types of different uh, businesses, all types of different people, um, you know, inner circle people. Um, and, and that just created my momentum for me. So I think the biggest fear was 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 you know doing it. Um, but I think for me is because I am a you know fairly motivated individual. Um, once I got into it, you know I, I just kept the momentum going. You know up until now, really. 
It can't have been as fearful as facing some of the big um, forwards on a rugby field. Oh, I tell you what, I look at and I play rugby. I look, I watch rugby now, and I'm like, I, I don't think I could actually play rugby now with some of the some of the athletes and and uh, how big they are and strong they are. I think I'd get absolutely crunched. So, um, so I'm glad I'm not playing in today's modern society of rugby. Yeah, I totally agree with that too. Um, so talk us through then, uh, so you've been going uh, around 12 months or two years now. Is it coming up to two years? No, I'm, I'm, I've only been going about six and a half months. Okay. Um, so so in business about six and a half months. So we uh, homely, um, you know, I started uh, at the end of October um, and been going pretty, uh, pretty well for about a five-month period. I've also brought on a business partner, uh, Amanda, uh, and she's been fantastic. She has the same values, uh, the same vision, the same drive and motivation that I have. So together, we work really closely as a team. Um, and, you know, where we are now and where we want to be uh, in a year, five years, 10 years time, uh, we're, we're definitely on board with that. So that's helped me um, hugely in terms of not only uh, having someone to bounce ideas off uh, and, um, you know, I guess having someone there to hold me accountable and vice versa for her, um, but also having uh, someone that's going to motivate you to to achieve this or, you know, we really need to work on plans, you know, for where we want to be in a year's time and things like that. So, um, so that's been, you know, something that was unexpected, uh, but when the opportunity presented itself, I knew that it was the right fit. And, um, you know, um, I'm pretty excited for, you know, what we can both um, put forward uh, in property management and what we can offer to not only clients, but property managers themselves, you know, moving on into the future as well. Brilliant. Oh, that was going to be my next question, um, was talking about um, how you got early momentum. And so, so we'll maybe just dive a little bit deeper into that. So how did you get that early momentum with management? And if you want to share where you're at in terms of numbers now, you know, what sort of um, role on are you achieving now that um, you've been going for this six and a half months? Yeah, I, I think for me, um, I knew social media was going to play a big part. Um, and I know, um, yeah, I mean, you're you're very you 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 could probably speak on, in this sort of um, area probably better than me, Kylie. But um, I knew that people are more engaged in social media now more than ever, um, and and so for me, I wanted to make that prevalent with Homely, uh, and I want to be able to, um, you know, for those people that aren't property owners or tenants or whoever, I wanted them to understand what we're actually doing and how we're doing it. Um, because what that does is that reach then gets out into the community in a wider field and without even knowing about it, you're organically creating this hub of people knowing or potentially thinking they know who you are, what you do, so that when that conversation around property management or having their property managed by someone uh, comes up in a conversation, they organically think of Homely or Villy. You need to go see this person. And so I, I hit the ground running with social media and... Um, you know, that's something that Amanda and I are really, really uh, strict on. Uh, and we try and provide uh, not only useful advice um, and tips, but but also share our journey and how we're doing it. Um, so that was that was pretty key to start with. And also, um, you know, re business referral networks. Um, there's so many people out there that are willing to help you, but you need to actually go out there and, and sit with them and talk through what you're doing and how you're doing it. Um, so that first sort of month, um, God, I don't know how many meetings I was having with business owners from different sort of industries and, you know, providing information and 
contact numbers and although you don't see um results straight away you know I'm, I'm now very quickly starting to get referrals from those companies um just through having the ability to sit down with them and be personable and sort of open up to them about what i'm doing and how i'm doing it um and so those those were probably the two key things you know when i hit the ground running that really allowed me to gain that momentum around new management and just igniting you know those business networks you know and industries where, who who do deal with property investors and and property owners you know on a probably more frequent um, aspect to them what I do um, and so it was a case of let's let's get in there um, you know I can assist your clients uh, if you have the trust in me certainly I'll take care of them on your behalf as well at the moment we're we're netting you know seven seven months in we're we're netting uh, anywhere from sort of 10 to 12 properties per month um, which I'm you know really happy with with those results and you know that'll come and go uh, as as you well know, um, but certainly we're we're able to sustain those numbers, you know, um, quite easily. And um, you know, I'm very happy with where we're sitting, not only from a growth perspective, but also from a a, a manageable aspect as well. Um, you know, we we want to have the point of difference of not having too many properties to manage per person, because we know that that. You know that number or that magic number. If you go beyond that, um, the first thing that sort of starts to take effect is the service and and, and the experience that your clients are having. And we, hundred percent, you know, at the top of how many property management lists is is the experience and the service that we're providing. So we don't want to compromise that in in any way. So, so we want to make sure that the growth that we're achieving is manageable, uh, and and certainly that you know the number of properties that you know one person will ever manage is is strict at at, at that capped portfolio, which for us is eighty. Um, I know there are property managers out there who manage significantly more. Um, and and I guess when you break it down is um, for me being in the industry you know for as long as I have I know that when it gets to you know 150 properties that are being managed it's like looking at okay well, what has been missed um, you know because you're so busy we you and I both know that managing 150 properties in today's modern society especially here in New Zealand um, there's a lot involved and and potentially that service or or that personal approach that you want to give you just can't because you don't have the time to do it so that was pretty evident for us in, in terms of where we wanted to go and what we want to do Wow, it sounds like you've really you've really thought this through amazingly. You've you've nutted it all out. You've got some um, really great strategies in place. Um, so I congratulations. I think that's absolutely amazing what you've done. Um, now, just to wrap up today's um, chat, um, I love personal development, and so I'm going to ask you what is one of your best personal development tools that you can recommend to our listeners, whether it's a book, a podcast, or some other sort of resource. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm a big um, advocate of it as well. Um, you know, constantly learning is is key, and I think the minute that you stop learning is probably the minute that you get found out. Um, so I'm very much someone who will always be listening to podcasts, and there's so many podcasts now, which is awesome. Property management, you know, industry experts um, providing, you know, podcasts um, like this. Who, you know, you might take one little gold nugget away from. Uh, that podcast and it changes the whole dynamic in terms of your approach 
within your role or your business. And, and so just reach out to people, um, you know, connect with other people. I think, you know, it was a bit, when I first started in property management, it was very taboo to talk to other people or property managers about, you know, what you're doing and how you're doing it and ideas. I don't know if you sort of felt that as well, Kylie. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but I think today we sort of realize that people are a bit more open um, and are willing to share ideas, which is fantastic. Um, you know, I'm certainly one, um, you know, I love to sit down with other uh, other people, other property managers, agencies, and, and talk about, you know, what's working for them, what isn't, and, and vice versa for me. Um, I sat down with a uh, an owner of a small property management business here in Palmerston North about a month ago, and we we chewed the fat, you know, what's working for them, what isn't, and, and what we're doing and how we're doing it. And, and although we're competing against each other, you know, it's sort of like we're there for each other as well. And, and I think, you know, more and more of that needs to needs to happen. Um, but I read a really awesome book, which I think your viewers uh, or your listeners will will um, will really enjoy. And it's sort of based around what we are as a company at Homely are all about. And certainly, I've taken so many gold nuggets out of that book and implemented them within um, my business because I guess my core is is building positive long-lasting relationships with with customers and and that's owners tenants suppliers and business referral networks uh, and the book's called hug your customers i'm not sure if you've read that before um, no. it's, a, it's a fantastic book that talk that sort of and i won't go into too much detail but um, it's all about um, how you can go above and beyond for for your client um, profiling clients you know knowing what sort of hot drink they like or you know what they do on the weekend or how many kids they have or, or things like that. And so that when you're actually speaking to them or you're in front of them, you're not just talking about business, you're talking about something that you are investing, um, which is personable to them. Um, and, and in return, what that does is obviously creates trust. And when you build trust with someone, um, in particular in this industry, um, you know, it goes a long, long way and it will um, allow you to uh, hold on to clients a lot longer um, and also assist with, with growth as well. You know, if, if you've got promoters within your business because of the strategies you can take to be more personable, um, certainly, um, you know, they're going to refer business through to you uh, and organically you're growing. So Hug Your Customers is the book, a fantastic book. My business partner, Amanda, is reading it at the moment. Um, so I can't show it or hold it up, um, but it's something that, um, you know, uh, I've taken a lot from and, and we implement, um, you know, strategies from that book uh, within what we're doing at Homely. Brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. That's amazing. Now, how can our listeners learn more about you or reach out um, and connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. And and like I said earlier, happy to help. Um, you know, I'm very, very much someone who, um, you know, understands the struggles that some people can go through in property management. Um, it's a stressful job, right? Um, so if if you can sort of connect with someone that can help you through it or give you a bit of advice, then then I'm certainly here for it if 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 people want it. Um, we're we're on social media, so Facebook and Instagram, Homely Property Management, um, or just reach out. You know, my email address, uh, Villy at Homely.nz. Feel free to flick me an email, and uh, yeah, I'd love to connect with people out there, especially in Australia. It'd be awesome. Thank you so much. I will share all of those links to connect with you in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for, for joining me today on the Property Management Podcast. Pleasure. Thanks, Kylie. 
Hey there, I know your time is valuable, so thank you for spending it here. Now, if you are someone who is serious about growing your property management business, and you'd like to learn the systems that I've put in place inside my own business that consistently brings in five to 15 new management leads every single week without me having to do anything, then go to the show notes and click on the link to get on the waiting list for the growth school. And you'll get notified when it launches. Until next time, my friend.